Hello and welcome to Open All Ours, the first QPR podcast of 2017 um, and what seems like ages since our last one. I think from memory it was the 19th of December. Um, so that's that's an incredibly long time. Uh, what do they say? A week is a long time in politics, but three weeks um, is an eternity in football. Our running order for this evening is almost never-ending. There's so much to talk about. It's been uh, all changed, not in a, quite in a Q, to a QPR level, over the winter break for QPR podcast, but we have no Paul Finney tonight. I'm afraid he's uh, he's he's benched for the evening, and and uh, Chris Mendes has failed a late fitness test um, slash being detained at work. But but here's the big but, ladies and gentlemen. We have I have two fantastic <laughs> oh, um, sure. co-podcasters and colleagues alongside me to talk through the issues of the day. Um, to my left is uh, co-founder of the QPR podcast and BT Sport journalist Chris Charles. Hi. And we also have from Independent Ours um, and Twitter, <laughs> Steve Sace. Good evening. Evening. Um, crikey. Right. Before we do anything else, let me remind everyone, um, thank you for listening to us in 2016 and thank you for coming back. If this is your first ever QPR podcast and you'd like to listen to old episodes, go to our website. Um, that is qprpod.co.uk where you'll find all information on us and, and all our old episodes. You can follow us and interact with us on Twitter at QPRpod or join our group on Facebook. Um, thank you very much for the beers to Patrick Loftus. Can't be his real name. name. (laughs) Top man, though. Can't be his real name. He bought us the beers this evening. If you would like to do the same, go to our website, QPR Pod, um, and I think there's kind of a button that you can follow to help support the podcast um, because we do rely rely on donations, as they say. So uh, thank you very much to Patrick for helping us out. Right, where does anyone want to start? We have had four games. We've won twice. Um... We've lost twice. We've, by my count, five players have gone. Three have come in or back. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got FA Cup to talk about. We've got various other things. I suppose we should start with the games, shouldn't we? Do we have to? <laughs> yeah. Well, two of them are. Two, two of them are <laughs> so the first game after the last podcast was the 3-0 reverse, as they say, away to Brighton. Mm-hmm. Um, also on Sky, um, and thereafter was was what you called Steve the miracle of Molyneux, the miracle of Molyneux, <laughs> and the and the and the several hundred QPR fans who made a fantastic effort to get there. It, it really was it really was a miracle because we didn't deserve to win that, but it was fantastic, great great atmosphere as we we got the winner. Well, well, let's talk rather than go through game by game, perhaps, and I think we probably should go. The, the exception to that would be the FA Cup game on Saturday. Oh. But in a general sense, what, how's everybody feeling generally about our form in those last four games? Um, well, I, I did watch the Brighton game on Sky, um, probably about what we all expected, uh, and really sort of fell off, particularly in the in the second half. But Wolves, uh, I just felt that. Uh, Holloway made quite a brave selection, uh, selecting Ryan Manning in midfield, and I have to say that lad has got some ability. Mm. Uh, he's got a very, a very sweet left foot. He links up play, 
Um, now we've got to be really careful. We don't heap too much pressure on on, on Ryan Manning, but he, he, it's actually some of the, some of his passing is a, is a, a bit falling esque. You know, he he, is, he has got a lot of ability. Um, we got we got um, a, a, an early goal. Uh, sorry, well the first goal that we got was was by Joek crossing through to Silla to finish, um, and we all went mad, which was as you would expect. Um, Wolves came back at us, um, and they seemed to move up another gear. They got a, they got a goal back, and I thought, oh yeah, you know what's going to happen now. But then we got that really late uh, Joet goal when he we sort mm. of squeaked one in at the far post. Yeah, um, it was it, we we had a bit of a different kind of spirit about us, um, and I really felt that actually things were just beginning to change a bit at that game. We had Mackey playing, and he's made such a big difference, sort of geeing everyone on, um, and. I think I think um, dropping one. I not no. Ned wasn't. Um, Ned was suspended for that one, wasn't he? He was. He was suspended. Um, but yeah, I think you know Lynch. Lynch is is great at the back. Makes a few mistakes. Not perfect, but mm-hmm. I just it was for me. It was just beginning of light at the end of the tunnel. Do you not think in in a way that result was coming? You know, you always hear managers in these sorts of situations say, when you're off the back of a bad run, you know. We're not playing badly in parts, you know. The the team are doing well, and and actually, a goal will go in off someone's shin or off someone's backside, and it will change it. And and that is almost what did happen with that Jarek goal. Yeah, I mean, you you think your, your luck has to change at, uh, at some point. And to be fair, we weren't we weren't great against Wolves, but the the differences in that game, we kept plugging away and we kept going. And like I say, I thought um, recently Jarek has been a, a, a revelation. Um, and, he, and he got he got his just rewards. So that's how you pronounce it, Joek. I was called Sholek. I mean, Voshlek. I, uh, I heard with. I heard one BBC commentator call him Wazaluk. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I just yeah, something something had to change. It did, and and and, and it was just brilliant for the fans who travelled that day. Well, I mean, I heard a few people. I wasn't at the the Wolves game, but the Wolves and the Ipswich game. A few people, your know, message boards and the like, saying. We were lucky and we didn't really deserve to win either game. But then if you just flip that on its on its head, I mean, I think in some of the games in the six-game losing streak, we were unlucky not to at least get something out of it. And all we're missing, you know, is putting the ball in the back of the net. Um, so I think these things even each even themselves out. And um, yeah, I, I agree with you. I think, yeah, the FA Cup game will come to in a minute because that was a real letdown and probably the most upset I've been all season ridiculously when <laughs> when you sort of go into it knowing you're going to lose but um but no I, I it looks like the team you know uh, uh, against Wolves I mean you know the old QPR even from a few weeks ago would have crumbled like against Brighton I know we were down to 10 men letting a couple more but no you're right I mean I think they, they, they just seem g'd up for it and um uh, and 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 Scholler coming out or Voschlek, whatever his name is, I think like the signs at the beginning of the season, like he was a proper winger and he was getting to the cro- getting to the byline, and then he wasn't playing for whatever reason. But yeah, he, apparently he's just signed a new two year deal as well, which is is great news, which I saw on Twitter, so it might not be right. But oh, I didn't. Is that right? For news well, to me, I, I heard. Let me, let me because let me, I saw a very funny thing on on I can't remember what it was on Twitter or, or Facebook. Yeah, that someone had got the QPR calendar. For Christmas and Joek was the November pinup boy, yeah. And someone made the point that his con- contract at that point was only up until June, so yeah. Why he, was he the November? Okay, why well, November? well, it might be, yeah, it may be that, um, that, that he's it's in the process of happening, in which case, I think that's good news. Um, 
but yeah, you're right. Henry's on the first page of the calendar because my daughter's got up in her room. So uh, yeah, yeah, you can cross him on his straight way. away. I haven't dead. Look at February and March. But, you know. <laughs> what are the apart from obviously the six points, the two wins? What are the what would, what are the positives? For you in the games over that period, Steve, you said mine, which is the emergence of of um, Ryan Manning. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a big plus for me. I liked what I saw. Uh, liked, like I thought he did. He equipped himself well in the Ipswich game. It's always very difficult. People at the moment are patient, but he looks to be something. So, so his that that's mine. That's my kind of big positive, mm-hmm. you guys. Yeah, it's similar for me. But I think generally the emergence, not the emergence, but the, the, the using... I know, again, in the FA Cup, we were sort of, you know, we were down to the bare bones, as Redknapp used to say. And so we had Easy, again, if that's... I don't know if that's how you pronounce it, but um, he was very unlucky, you know, after 15 minutes. Looks a decent prospect. But it looks... And we've got the two lads back from Swindon, um, Doughty and Furlong. Um, and I think that's the right move. I think it sends out the right message. And I, I'm, I'm encouraged by that. Um, I know Holloway said he wants to get a couple more experienced players in, um, and, and, and maybe that's right. But I mean, going on to the FA Cup, I mean, I, yeah, can't, I, I can't hold it I'll in any let longer. Steve, let Steve do his Sorry. positive first. Uh, I think for me, it, like I say, light at the end of the tunnel. It felt like Holloway was just beginning to get to grips with the squad that he's got, and finding out where the strengths are, where the weaknesses are. And yeah, we're not, we're not turning into world beaters overnight but he's actually starting to appreciate where you know the depth of his squad and that he can bring someone in like Manning and actually make a difference so it it was just the feeling that yeah you know they always say like managers you know need to know what their best 11 is well I don't think Holloway knows that yet but it feels Mm. like we're stepping towards it but on on Manning before I move on to that I mean there was a couple of uh murmurings on message boards that you know he gave the ball away a couple of times against Ipswich and I'm like you know for God's sake this this, it's a young kid just a little plea can we please get him time to mature and you know he did at Wolves as well but of course you know because the the away support is usually quite a lot more hardcore you know they were were like really supportive people can't see my head shaking on Twitter when you say that about people criticising him the people that criticise him on Twitter for a couple of wayward passes are more than entitled to criticise him for that as long as they have never posted a couple of wayward tweets. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I've posted <laughs> plenty of those in my time. And if yeah. it stays on Twitter amongst a few people, that's fine. If it translates, you know, on, on, on the, in the stands, then yeah. that's a whole different ball game. So. I mean, at the end of the Wolves game, the, the, the play, all the players came over and, you know, right, they, they, they pushed him forward, you know, go and, go and take some applause. That's it, lovely the, touch. You know, yeah. fantastic debut. Can I say one thing before we go? Yeah, let's keep putting this FA Cup off. My second highlight, the thing I absolutely loved was that winner against Ipswich. If you weren't looking at um, Joek, you weren't looking at the players celebrating the second goal, the place you should have been looking at was Nedham Anua, who put that ball, which is where I was looking, Mm. put that ball through to him, who put that ball through and the players that went up to him. I actually think the first one to go up to him was um, Kayate. Kayate was the first to go up to him. And I wouldn't quite go, let's not overstate the case. It wasn't kind of a redemption because I don't think he did anything that bad to be redeemed. But it was kind of a real outpouring of sort of emotion from him, yeah. satisfaction. He came back, did himself proud. I am, you know, we've talked about Anur a lot. I think there are 
I've always said I'm, I'm not certain he's captain material, mm. but he's been a very good servant to the club, yeah. and he is a very good defender. It's a matter of opinion whether you think he should be in the team at the moment, and I certainly felt he was due more respect from some fans than he got, and I was really pleased for him that he contributed to that goal um, against Ipswich. No, I mean, it was a brilliant assist, and I echo everything you just said. Um, he, I, I, I don't know, we, we don't seem to be happy or some sections of the sports don't seem to be happy unless they've got a scapegoat and I just worry now that Henry's on his way and Gladwin's gone then, you know, Anua seems to be uh, numero uno. Well, in, it was really, in really interesting that. in the FA Cup game. Let's talk about it. Yeah, um, come on. The, it was really interesting that when uh, Gladwin went off, it was almost like you could almost feel like fans then turning on Luongo. Mm. And I noticed that. It was like, you know... you. I mean, Luongo he, he, did have a shocker. To be fair, probably his worst game for the club. No, if you if you if you pay your money, you've got the right to have whatever opinion you like. That's that, that, that's absolutely fine. But I don't know if some of the, the negativity. Can I, be too I mean, much. I didn't. Get, I mean, I suppose there's a difference between a collective groan, which I mean, we all do. You know, if yeah. something go, but someone's through on goal and the pass goes astray, or whatever it is, you know, then that's that's just a natural reaction. But I. I I don't know if you mean booing or... Bar- kind of barracking, you know, the kind okay. of catcalls and, yeah. and a little bit of low-level booing, yeah. So I represent the vast majority of QPR <laughs> fans who weren't at the game on Saturday. And if anybody wants to have a go at me for that, by all means, but let's face it... Where were you, David? Stati- I do know. Statistic- <laughs> if anyone wants to have a go at me, that's fine, but statistically, you weren't there either. Um, <laughs> where was I? Yeah, where were you? Do you know what? I was... <laughs> Hi, this is this is not very top, football top podcasting. <laughs> I was at the Adelphi Theatre enjoying a matinee performance of a musical. Ooh, get you. In my defence, it was my wife's birthday. Okay, and so thumb. we were there celebrating, etc. Yeah, but if you're gonna if you're gonna miss a home game, that's the one. You're missing the FA Cup third round. What, what was the you? musical? Do you know what it was? The Carol King musical. Oh, okay, beautiful. Oh. Well, that, that that's uh, raised your street cred a little bit. <laughs> a little yeah. bit. Yeah, <laughs> and um, I really really enjoyed it. If anybody wants to go and say, I really, really enjoyed it. But I did put my phone on straight away as the lights came up and kind of just had that groan and heart dropped moment. So for my benefit and everybody else's benefit who wasn't there, because we know you weren't there, um, what was it like? What was sort of the atmosphere like? What was it like with only three sides open? The atmosphere, two and a half, really. um, It was very strange. And... um, Whatever the economic arguments and the, the 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 I mean the club do have a fair point. If if only sort of five six seven thousand are going to turn up, then you know it's costly to open the, the whole ground. But not opening the whole ground just sends out a message. It sends out a message that we don't really care about this game. It was a Saturday three p.m. kickoff, and how long is it since we've had one of those? Yeah. Why not open the game and you know maybe maybe charge a charge a fiver a ticket or something and, you and see made a them. difference though. Well, probably would. I mean, it's not a glamour. It's not a glamour tie, but I just think you know, and also boot it, booting fans out of their 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 season ticket seats. So I know I know quite a few people in Ellerslie who said, oh, "Well, oh, we're not going to open it. I'm not coming." Whether that's right or wrong, it, it happened. Mm. Um, I don't. It was. It was. Was a strange atmosphere, and, and the only thing really that kind of put a smile on your face was the first twenty minutes when you saw how well Aze was doing. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. No. He. Um, was, he. He. Look, he looked really good. And, um, and up for it. Yeah. No. Totally. And and uh, I. I concur with what you said. I sort of understand from the club's point of view um, the amount of money it costs to run that stand, to run the the, the, bur- the burger vans and the bars and the the, the, the stewarding and all the rest of it. 
but yeah, it's almost like, you know, giving up before we've even started, isn't it? I mean, I personally think that the, and I'm sure they used to do this, the FA Cup, certainly home, if you're drawn at home in the third round, should be incorporated into the season ticket Mm -hmm. to encourage people to go along. Even if the season ticket is 10 quid more than it was last season, I think that's, you can swallow that up over a year, can't Mm -hmm. you? Um, I I just think it's a crying shame, the FA Cup, it used to be, and when I was a kid, I can just remember... Only, we were only in it once, of course, but I can remember, you know, it was the highlight of the year almost, getting up and watching the FA Cup Mastermind and all that sort of stuff. And I, I don't know, the whole competition seems to have just been, you know, reduced to like an afterthought. And, and, and we're playing our part in that. And but, but what really annoyed me was that none of the players seemed up to it, with the exception maybe Mackie, Hall... Yeah. Um, and Noah, maybe, but I mean, generally, and Easy or Ezzy, whatever his name is, they, they, the, the rest of them just totally lackluster. Yeah, um, particularly, particularly when when we were we were down. Uh, yeah, I didn't really get the the feeling that there was a desire, no. passion, or a real a real interest. I really just felt the team was going through the motions. I know, and Blackburn, it's the the one team that are actually worse than us statistically That's in the division. Um, and I did ridiculously go along with this this expectation that we might actually might sneak a place into the fourth round but instead we've now got the the record equaling 48th yeah. uh defeat in the third round thanks to Plymouth drawing with Liverpool but if Liverpool beat Plymouth they hold the yeah. record <laughs> that's all right so, mate. We'll, we'll, we'll get it come back. on Don't Liverpool worry. yeah no Scant exactly comfort um uh, I, I thought I thought Black, Blackman actually looked quite good well they did but we made them look good yeah. I mean we weren't you know there was no I think there was one challenge by Luongo ironically enough that was a real you know, like 100% committed and 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 Basically got the crowd, you know, mm. on their feet for a little tiny millisecond. But generally, I mean, it was so half-hearted and hearts weren't in it at all, which is strange from a Holloway team. Although I, I, I did a column for him years ago and he did say he's like a cheap tea bag. He never stays in the cup too long. So, <laughs> I mean, maybe that was a, maybe I should have heeded that. There's but, just, fun, there's fundamental problems with this competition yes. full stop, aren't there? And, yeah. and, and yes, I was at a musical on Saturday, but I also have heard a story of another season ticket holder who shall remain nameless, who I believe was at an all-you-can-eat, all-you-can-drink Prosecco lunch. <laughs> well, and, 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 yeah. um, if you're listening to it, you know who you are. But um, that, look, that, like, you think about that, two season ticket holders doing something else, and we are by no means the only what ones. What happened if we'd have had Chelsea at home, though? And what would you have said to your wife? Should we go on Sunday? Let's go to the evening performance. (laughs) Of course I would have got... But, you know, there's fundamental problems with this competition. And football is responsible because it's eroded it over years and years. And and there were lots of grounds with empty seats, so... Oh, God, yeah. I mean, it's not not just down to us. I mean, my my, my, uh, bugbear, as you can probably tell, I've said it enough times, was was just the fact that just no one seemed to be bothered. And I know you're playing in front of, you know, 7,000 fans... But the Blackburn fans, who I thought were brilliant, uh, they took quite a few down. The Blackburn yeah. players played for them, so yeah. Um, okay, now we're all depressed. Yes, yeah, next year, next year. So it's now twenty years. It'll be it'll be twenty-one yes. years next year since we won an FA Cup game that wasn't a replay. <laughs> it wasn't that Millwall game, was it? No, it wasn't because we got further. No. We got further that year. But NK Duns in that was a replay, wasn't it? Luton was a replay. All I can think of is the um, sixth Trafford. round at Old Trafford. Yeah, Lee yeah. Sharp doing his shimmy at the corner post. Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, players, ins and outs. There's been an awful lot of that. Mm. I suppose that the big one has been Cherry because we. We have sat here over several podcasts and we've done interviews with Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank who said that he's building the team around him. So, so I mean, look, let's start there. Cherry is a player 
that, I don't know, uh, two months ago, we were talking about that the team is being built around him. And now he's gone. And everybody seems sort of okay with that. I think they're, I think they're okay because, I mean, he's clearly the most talented player in the squad on his day. And um, you've got flashes of brilliance, great free kick, that goal against Bolton, um, you know. But I think the last, the last few months... Um, haven't seen too much of him. He's been in and out of games. I mean, part of that maybe because he's not been been played in the right position. Um, but I mean, he hasn't played now. When was the last time he played? Oh goodness me! Quite a while ago. I mean, he, uh, did he play against Brighton? No, no, no. It's way before that. I think he played. Um, but the inference being that you know, under Holloway, is I don't know. Holloway was raving about him when he first came in, but he's, he seemed to fall out of favour pretty quickly. So I don't know when he put this transfer request in, but. Um. I, I noticed a, quite a big difference with Cherry not playing because he does a lot of the, the I guess, the water carrying, you know, link at play, mm. keeping things moving. Um, and without that, we we looked a bit disjointed at times. But the thing is with Cherry is there's kind of, there's no real impetus. There's no, there's no real end, end product and certainly not really a final ball. He doesn't take the game by the scruff of the neck. No, precisely. Uh, to coin the, the old phrase, does he? Um, he... Uh, and you just wonder, I mean, has he actually gone yet? I don't think it's no, been rubber no, stamped yet, been, has he? No. Um, you have to question why he's going to China. Well, it's, well obviously. there's no question, is there? <laughs> I mean, if someone offered to trouble your salary, would you go? Yeah, I don't know whether there was reports of Villa and a couple of others interested in him, but I don't know whether that I'm was not going to match wages like that. Though, though, though. But. Well, the, the positives with Cherry and Poulter is we appear to be making a profit on them. Yeah. which which Reported seven million for the two? Yeah, which is not kind of the biggest deal in the world I suppose but it does show if you think about to that original vision that Les Ferdinand tried to sell when when, you know back when he came in and Chris Ramsey was his manager it was to take these young raw players make Mm. them better sell them on for a profit and that appears well he's not that young is he but I mean yeah no you know what I mean yeah Yeah, but you've got to give him a bit of credit though for for, not having players that are on the the, the down, the, yeah. the, the, the descendancy, you know yeah. what I mean. Yeah. And I think that's probably well, that's probably the main reason why people aren't too unhappy because because we're recuperating. If Cherry had gone for like a million quid or something and Poulter, you know, half a million, mm. then I think people would have been in uproar. But, I mean, let's not forget as well that we've won two games without them. So, yeah. yeah. Um, well, it's worth noting that neither of them are at this point in time have been officially announced. Um, it's only it's only Poulter what we've, well, has Poulter now has oh has he was yes. that oh, was that earlier today? Uh, well, he was pictured holding no, up the shirt. Wasn't no, he? sorry, Sandro. Sandro has. has. Yeah, you're right. But I, 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 but Poulter's, Poulter's posted Poulter's on Facebook a video. Yeah, saying whatever. Oh yeah, and, and, and Union Berlin, be have, Berlin have announced yeah. it, haven't they? Uh, I'm 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 a bit sorry about Poulter because it's it's only a few weeks ago I was sat in this very studio with you guys and we were kind of saying you know what a fan fan's favorite he'd become and uh you know what bad dress sense he had and and (laughs) you know and it's kind of he he obviously hasn't fitted into the into the holloway mold so well there's again there's been rumors and countering you can't i mean some of them you can't repeat on here but the the, um rumors about his taking time off for christmas and you know deciding not to play i mean the official line is he's been injured but i don't know you, you you can't I'm with you, Steve. I'm sad about Poulter. I think he represented a lot of good about what we wanted from a player. I think he always gave us all. He had a good attitude. He was not a bad player. Mm-hmm. He wasn't one of these players that, that, that many fans are kind of criticising and are glad to see the back of. 
I think it's a shame. My only hope with these players is that Poulter and Cherry, that, that they're replaced with something better. Yeah, precisely. Um, it's going to be difficult with Cherry in terms of ability, I think, for the, for the, for, money. For the, for the money. I mean, we've, we've got to be realistic perhaps as well. not. Um, who knows? Uh, Sandro. <laughs> Tara. Yeah. Saw them coming, didn't we? Yeah, I think if Clive... Cheers, and Antalya Spore. Yeah. Thanks for that. If Clive was here, he'd be saying, I'd drive him there myself on the back of a tandem, I think. But I mean... Who did the medical, Mr. Magoo? Well, the thing <laughs> is, there was, there was a kind of... Um, there was Probably a... the same bloke that did the medical for us. Yeah, I wonder, true, yeah. are they... Um, what, what's it called? The seven-a-side version of foot, uh, foot, futsal? Oh, yeah. yeah. I wondered if they're a futsal team and they only play 60 minutes yeah, and yeah. that's why they've that's signed that, that, it. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't think he was... A, I don't think he was a bad egg. I don't, you know, I mean, judging by the goals that he's got, and he was our joint fourth top scorer, let's not forget this season. Um, <laughs> but, but judging by the goals, the, the reaction to the goals he scored in the cup, I mean, it wasn't, you know, everyone was going over to celebrate with him. Um, and he looked decent in 15 minute spells. But unfortunately, it was the, it was the rest of the time where, and, and obviously he's on, on massive wages. Paid. I mean, how that ever got through? If it's six million as reported, I, th- I, I don't. don't I, I mean, I correct me if I'm wrong. I never heard any questions about the guy's attitude or that he was a bad no, egg no, or whatever. No, no, no. Um, I think it was the wages plus inability to complete ninety minutes. Absolutely that frustrated. Yeah. Yes. No, I think it's people. a good deal all round for everybody. Yeah. To be honest. Um, um, incidentally, I just wonder what the uh, what the German is for big effing German. Um, <laughs> I wonder, if, wonder if they'll sing that. No idea. No. Uh, who who else? So um, um, LKRT is rumoured to anyone who will take him. I think it's what I read is that the club is listening to offers. And Gladwin's gone back. And Gladwin's to Swindon on loan. Yeah, Gladwin. You see, I mean, the Swindon fans on Twitter they're delighted to have him back. You just wonder whether he's he is a decent player who we didn't get enough out of, or whether his level is simply uh, League One. And so we did the podcast with Ian Holloway. At the club a few weeks ago, um, which if you haven't listened to it, go on to qprpod.co.uk and listen to it. I can't remember if he said this on or off the record, in all honesty. If he said it off the record, I apologise. He <laughs> said, Ben Gladwin's a good player, but he's not ready. Or words to, those, to that effect. I think he said, I think it was when we were recording and he said, you thought you were getting the finished article. He's not the finished article. He also said that about Washington, I think, yeah. as well. I think the bottom line is he's the right level for Swindon at the moment, not the right level for us. Yeah. And I'd like to think he's gone back to Swindon for development rather than... I can't to see him coming back somehow. Mind you, when we have our next manager, who knows? It's all, all oh, best yeah. to be off. Yeah, it? next November, yeah. yeah. But I, I do think with him, again, I, I, I don't think the booing helped him. I mean, if you're a young kid and you know every time you go on the pitch, as soon as you make a mistake, you're going to get pelters for it. Yeah. Can't be hard. And if he, and that's why I think he'll stay at Swindon because he's quite revered there. I think he'll get a decent reception. And that's not to say, I mean, you know, he wasn't great for us. And, you know, I'm not trying to dress it up in any way, but I just think it can't do much for your confidence. No, I mean, I, I totally agree with what Clive said in his uh, review of the FA Cup game that, I mean, Gladwin had didn't have a great game at all, but not nearly as bad as the reaction from the crowd would have would have would have, would have suggested. I don't know. It, we, it, we, again, it's the scapegoat culture, isn't it? And that you know, someone has to has to cop it if we're not performing. And I think there's something about Gladwin that he 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 looks short of confidence. He is short of confidence, um, and that's not going to help him. Um, someone tell me what's happened to Stephen Colker. 
Uh, I believe he was in the he was in the club shop before the uh, FA Cup game. Right. He didn't have a can of special brew in his hand. <laughs> Steve. Might have to take that one out. No, we won't, but we'll move on. Yeah. You uh, brew, by was, brew, you mean tea. Yeah. Yes. But he, yes. Um, yeah, I mean, again, he's another one that's injured. And uh, I, I don't really know. Some of these injuries, I mean, it's happened before with a club, and you, you, they just say they're injured, and then you don't hear anything for weeks. So um, I don't know what even what injury he's got, how bad it is. I had heard that Holloway hadn't even met him. Right. That he, he should have gone down to the club shop on Saturday. He literally, <laughs> yeah. That he literally hadn't been in the club like the first how few weeks that Holloway had been right, there. Okay. But I don't know. Yeah, I mean as far as I'm aware he's been he's been off the radar. It looked at the start of the season that like Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank wanted to bring him back into the fold and he kind of didn't have a bad start. Mm. Um, but then the whole team didn't have a bad start for two games. No, I mean, after the first two games, I was actually worried that we were going to lose him in the window because he was uh, he was playing that Funny well. things turn around. Yeah, yeah. it is, isn't it? So um, and he's just sort of the forgotten man now, isn't he? And um, Lua Lua? Looks like a decent signing, actually. Yeah. I wasn't doing cartwheels when I heard that, although he will be he, if he, he scores. Yeah, lining that one up. Yeah, but um, <laughs> so my mate, who's a Brighton fan, yeah, said to me today. I said, "Tell me, tell me about him." Pacey, tricky, inconsistent, likes shooting long range, and on his day as a match winner. Well, I've also got a Brighton mate, and he was their their player of the month for uh, August, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, scored three goals in in that month. Um, then recently, he's been suspended for six matches after uh, it was like almost like a Joey Barton incident against Wimbledon in a um, uh, one of the was it EDF Cup game? Okay, yeah, yeah. and um, apparently he he um, he got sent off for having a pop at someone in the crowd. I mean, verbally, and then. Uh, as he was going off the pitch, he then abused the lino. And then as he was going down the tunnel, he had a go at somebody else. Uh, yeah, so he had a four-game ban and then got an extra two stuff on the top. So he'll fit right in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. perfect. Very um, I made the mistake of watching his uh, highlights reel on uh, YouTube. Um, and he looks fantastic. So uh, it's, all, it's all good. Yeah. No, he does. He, he is very pacey. He seems predominantly right-footed, although he looks like he can score with his left foot as well. Obviously, he does score the odd goal or two, which mm. uh, will be good, and and would be a, 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 a good counterweight to Joek. So, you know, if you've got two, two pacey I, wingers, mm. I think... But what I don't get is, because, I mean, the only... I, I should have mentioned Shadipo in dispatches, of because course. when he came on, that was the only time... Uh, where the, where the tempo lifted a bit, and he looked like he wanted to get past players, and you know he he looked like he was really up for it. And we're also after the guy from Bristol City, by all accounts. Um, but what I don't Aiding, get, yeah. But we've got Voschlet, we've got um, uh, we've got Shadipo, and okay, we've got Luwalawa now. I mean, what, why do we need a plethora of wingers? Um, again, I think what's Ian the Holloway said noun for wingers wangers yeah. <laughs> a wanger of wingers um, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean Holloway again in that in uh, beginning of the season or earlier on in the season said that um, he thought that Shadipo had quite a lot to learn and there was quite a lot that he thought he could teach him um, but again the implication was he wasn't ready and certainly he hasn't thrown Shadipo in at the deep end no Shadipend hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Doherty and Furlong back Good, good news. It sounds like, it, again, it sounds like Ollie's taking stock of what there is in our squad. Um, I'm certainly, I, I mean, I, I, yeah, I, I'm pleased about Furlong in particular because yeah, Perch is a bit. Uh, yeah, and we don't have a plethora 
of uh, right backs. Well, the thing with purchase that's is the that collective noun for right back. <laughs> is it? We don't have a plethora of right backs. It's got do two we? modes though, isn't it? I don't know if you've noticed. It's either it's kind of well behaved perch, and then there's like absolute Psycho mentalist, perch, yeah. absolute mentalist perch, you know. And then he you know goes diving in on ev- on everything. It doesn't seem to be a happy medium. While still being expressionless, <laughs> that man has he has he do, he is completely expressionless. Yeah. I wonder if he just does Botox yeah. every week because he is always just the same face you don't know if he's happy well he does share happy, his name with a fish so yeah, maybe happy perch it. looks yeah. the same as unhappy yeah. perch the same as miserable office perch maybe yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, I yeah I, I'd, I'd, I'd rather see um, Furlong uh, giving a start over perch to be honest just to see what he can do and I think that might happen because apparently um Perch is, is ill at the moment, Holloway. They had to, had to send him home. Holloway said he looks really rough. Uh, and he might something fishy might about chuck, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he might. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, he might, tish, so. he might, chuck for, <laughs> might chuck Furlong in. Um, I, I, I mean, I like Furlong. I think, um, I think he, he was encouraging his first few games in the Premier League. Then he got thrown in again at the deep end against yeah. Arsenal. Mm. Got, you know, I, I mean, he, he was up against um, uh uh, Sanchez, basically, yes. uh, basically Arsenal's best player on the day, and got absolutely taken apart, unsurprisingly. Yeah, um, but apart from, I suppose he had, I can't even remember, half a dozen games at that time. Eight games, I think, in total. But that's been his longest run, isn't it? He's yeah, never really exactly. been in the team for long. Sorry, sorry, that wasn't actually set up yeah. just to do that yeah. gag. But he hasn't ever had a proper run, has yeah. he? Oh, that's a panel so, game. And I, th- yes, I think with Doty, um, you know, it looks like Henry's <laughs> going to go. I mean, a different type of player to Cherry, but Cherry's going. It, actually, it, you know, it, it's an opportunity for Doty and uh, to kind of <laughs> show what he can do. Because I thought when he played in the <laughs> FA Cup, sorry, <laughs> carry, on. When, carry on. When Doty played in the in the FA Cup game against Forest last year, I mean, we didn't play that well that day, but mm. he was he wasn't bad at all. <laughs> Chris, <laughs> sorry, right. sorry, sorry, um, sorry. All I was the only point I was going to make was. His comings and goings, the, it's just going around again, isn't it? Mm. It's like history repeating itself. I almost get embarrassed now when non-QPR fans say to me, oh, what's going on at your club then? Because it's it's sort of just the same thing repeating itself every transfer window, isn't it? Should, we shouldn't be surprised, I suppose. Well, if you keep changing your manager in November, that's going to happen, yeah. isn't it? Because a manager's going to come in, not fancy some players. get some. I think in, in, in this instance i mean we, we've basically got rid of i mean i, I suppose the is probably on a few quid but generally we've got rid of pretty much all the big earners now which is a positive uh, i don't know much corkers on that's the only one who other one who might spring to mind um so it's who we get in i suppose to to replace them but i i think what you've got to do is you've got to adjust ex- expectations this season to us basically staying Stay up, up. And but but what we can't do is then if we're in the bottom four in November, sack Holloway and then start again because it's just you know at some point you've got to you've got to put a stop. Mind you, a lot of clubs are doing it. I know, I know. Well, let's not be unrealistic about what's going to happen now between the end of the season. We're gonna exactly what has happened is going to happen. We're going to get somewhere around a point a game on average, maybe a bit more. Right? Probably actually, if we get a point a game, we, we we'll really be struggling but a little bit more, which means we're going to lose two, three games on the trot. Sure. Then we're going to win two, three games on the trot, and we will win as many games as we lose. Let's not get... You're right, I, I believe. We have to adjust our expectations for whatever you want to call it, staying up, rebuilding, taking stock. 
but that means being realistic with it, seeing who comes in, giving yeah. them time to bed in. Let's give someone time, for God's sake. I've got two key wishes for the rest of this season. One is obviously staying up. Hmm. Um, I think it would be a disaster if we, if we fell through the trapdoor. The other one is get a, a settled side, and there's been so much chopping and changing. Uh, Hasselbank changed things around a lot, and obviously, naturally, Holloway, to get the feel for things, has been changing things around a lot. Let's get this last window out of the way. Let's you know, make the changes we need to make, and actually... Let's let's actually just try and get something settled. Well, I've been um, banging on about this for ages, but I, I think we we need to to have like a, a set way of playing, mm. you know, a, st- a certain style, and then bring in players who, who fit into that style. Because at the moment, we, because of the chopping and changing, we're just settling into one way of playing, and then we've got to rip up the blueprint and start again. Um, I mean, Swansea did it. Okay, they're struggling this season, but generally they they stuck to that formula. They knew which players would suit the way they played and it, and it's worked well for a few seasons um, but okay. yeah, yeah so before before it's, we're nearly at the R's end we? Chris I'm very concerned you've got three pages of notes here yeah well, I'll tell you what it is it's so, because so I forgot you me. can pick the next mini subject before the R's end why well, I've got three pages of notes because it's in massive print because I forgot my glasses right. so, so it's not as bad as you think I mean no I mean I, I think we've covered most things um, obviously there's the kit as well we've got a new kit coming haven't we Yes, um, we do. They 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 announced a kit deal today. So my yes. understanding is that that Dryland have have got themselves in dry all sorts world, of tr- yeah. dry world. Sorry, yeah. sorry, Dryland was an old PR client of mine. <laughs> um, sorry, uh, they don't exist anymore. Anyway, so that's fine. Um, dry world have got themselves in all sorts of trouble, and half their staff have left, and they've lost the Watford deal, and and basically they're they're. They're, they're not going to be producing many other clubs' kits either, and so the club had to find a new deal. And yeah. and we now have one that I think fits the brand, QPR brand, perfectly, which is Error. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it? Is that well, that's how I'm pronouncing it. Um, I've heard of this yeah, company. Well they, well, they do they do Norwich, yeah. and then no one else you've heard of, basically. They did Borough for a number of years. Yeah. The, the, the one thing I would say from the announcement today that they're going to make the new kit is is and I don't want to be accused of of uh, sort of uh, Steve say style conspiracy here, conspiracy theory. <laughs> what? But what? Um, <laughs> me? The um, the quote said something like uh, they're going to be one hundred percent custom made, which is a prerequisite of the club, right. rather than they're going to contain hoops which is a prerequisite of the club. And I just assume that is the kind of clumsy yes. wording on a press release. They're not going to be that stupid again. I mean, that, that's... that's. Um, I assume that's, that's two things case. we have got right, is, 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 is bringing the hoops back yeah. and, and, and changing the badge, which I think it was, it was good foundations for us to build on as a club. Unfortunately, the rest of it didn't go quite yeah. as well. I'm pretty sure that all it means is that we won't get off the peck kits, template kits again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm not sure if they're the sort of company that would would do that anyway by yeah. the sounds of it I mean they're not a Nike or an Adidas or no they? yeah I mean anything is, is have you seen that Norwich kit that one yeah, but, that looks like the ticker tape but apparently that was what they they requested because I looked into this earlier on and apparently Norwich requested that because it was a replica of the kit from whenever oh, I see. so yeah I think that in their defence not that I've got anything not, to do not, with <laughs> area or error or whatever they're called but, um, okay kits you can have one more from your long list, uh, no, I mean, I think that's, I think that's pretty much it. I mean, I was just going to say, well, Henry obviously looks like he's on his way, falling out with Ollie. Um, oh, I don't know. Well, I've an inkling what it's about, but I mean, it, they're basically um, he's over, quite a big fought over the Clippers. Yeah, yeah, he's quite a big, he's quite a big personality. 
in the in the dressing room. I think. Um, I bet he's a big earner. You're talking about big earners. That well, are left. I wouldn't have thought he's n- massively because I mean, who else is going to pay him mega bucks? Really, it's not like we we're, we're signing him to get him out the clutches of someone else, was it? I mean, to be to be fair to him, he takes a lot of stick. I mean, he's he's number one boo boy, but. I think generally he's been quite solid for us, and he's done a job where it mattered. And he's and, and yes, he's he's. I didn't, you know, I, I was a big critic of him for not knowing how to pass the ball forward, um, which is incidentally what Bidwell was was or wasn't doing in the FA Cup game as well. I know he scored the penalty, but generally, I, I don't think he deserves as much stick as he's got. No, I mean, I think I think he's been a reasonable servant at the club. I think he's I think he's put his back into it. I've got my my problem with Carl Henry is the problem that I have with Joey Barton, and you know yeah they're they're entitled to their own view and to, to freedom of speech, but you know whether I agreed with Carl Henry or not, I wasn't really very impressed with him. It was amazing off during the general election and during the EU referendum. I mean, yeah. it's nothing to do with football. I, oh, know. I like that. I've got to oppose you on that. Whatever your politics, I actually like somebody that believes, that stands up for what they believe in, doesn't want to be an identikit footballer, agree with it or not. I disagree with a hell of a lot of what Carl... Carl Reddy? Blimey. (laughs) Carl Henry and Joe Barton were going to say, but I quite like the fact that they expressed their own views. But the irony was that soon after that, he started on the left wing, which was... uh, uh, Arles ends. Anything, everything we haven't mentioned? Who wants to go first? I don't want to do this as, a, as my R's end, but I, we haven't discussed Stan Bowles. Yes, so Stan Bowles benefit. Mm. Just, Steve, for the benefit of people that don't know what's happened, briefly give, give, a, give a summary. There has been a meeting uh, at Loftus Road uh, today between Lee, who's the CEO, and a group of fans who want to put on a benefit game for Stambouls who's suffering with Alzheimer's. Um, and I I don't know the details of it, and I'm not even going to try and get into the details of it. Um, but they reported on social media that the, that at the moment there's, it's, there's no date that's been set. Mm. And that I believe that the club um, want the, the fans group to find sponsorship mm. for the costs of the game. Yes. But the development tonight was Stan Collymore wading in on Twitter, wasn't it? Uh, I think you've, you've yeah, got I'll, it there. Yeah, I'll, 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 I've got it here. Um, so this, this was the, the fans... The, the, this is what the fans are saying, uh, kind of unverified, I suppose, to, to use a phrase that's well, been going around the media. Well, the people who were at the meeting. Yes, but um, what I'm trying to say is it's the club something. may have a different interpretation of it, but the, the, what the fans are saying is that the club has asked for upwards of 37.5 grand to be covered because that would be the costs of staging the game. Yes, yes. Um, Stan Collymore was contacted on Twitter about it and said uh, about an hour ago, uh, Hi, QPRFC. Why ask fans to pay for facilities for Stambol's benefit game? Appalling treatment of a club legend whose image you use. And by that, I assume he means on merchandising T-shirts, yeah. mugs, etc. I mean, I will say that the club, uh, you know, have been... They, they, they've they've invited Stan back a few times and, and have been, you know... That's bottles, not Collymore. Yeah, 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 good point. Yeah, yeah he probably won't be getting an invite anytime soon, but... Um, uh, I mean, I, I think they've been pretty decent to him, you know, over the last couple of years. But uh, equally, I, th- I mean, I know there's all the logistics. I know it costs money. I know the policing and, as we mentioned earlier, opening all the stands. And I'm pretty sure, well, it bloody ought to be a sellout um, uh, if we do have it. Um, 
but I, I do think that the money could be found from somewhere to to, to honour someone like that, you know, because I mean he is without doubt our greatest ever player. Uh, I know. Then, then, then there's the well. If we have doing it for him, why can't we do it for Dave Thomas? And why can't you know? And, mm-hmm. and maybe that's the maybe that's the thinking as well. But on this occasion, um, I'd like to see it resolved, and I'd like to see it happen. I would like to see it resolved. I, I, I don't. I've seen a lot of retweets from the Stanbell's benefit this afternoon of people kind of criticising the club, criticising Lee Hughes. Seen comments like, oh, they earn 37 and a half grand before they get out of bed in the morning, retweeted by the benefit and stuff like that, which I think is totally unhelpful thing to do. I think we, look, we let's be honest, we know some of the people at the club and there's generally a will to help out the fans and try and make these things happen. I think, I, want, I hope all sides work positively to make it happen. Yes. Exactly. And I don't I think the way to do that is by criticizing the other side because it's not a union negotiation um it's you know we're trying to all do something to to kind of honor a legend so i I, and nobody what i will say is i'm sure lee who's doesn't want to be the chief executive on whose watch this game didn't happen and tony fernandez doesn't want to be the owner on whose watch this well exactly and and i think okay if there is a compromise maybe maybe we could meet them halfway in between us. I mean, I'm sure here on the podcast, you know, there's ways of raising a few grand to help out, you know, by selling stuff and doing competitions. In fact, we raised 400 quid. Um, I know it's not an awful lot, but but by um, doing a competition for a stand ourselves. So, I, I mean, I, yeah, I just hope it does get resolved because he, he fully deserves it. And yeah, I, I hope it does get resolved as well. And at the risk of sounding a little bit like Finney, it, 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 it is Stan that matters in all of this. Absolutely. It's not, yeah. it's not, it's not the club. It's not any fans. It's not any egos. It's not any personalities. You know, we got a man who's in his seventies who's who's by all accounts deteriorating uh, and needs some help. And um, you know that that that's really what the whole everyone needs to focus on. Yeah. Um, like I say, I don't know what's happened today. One thing I will say, and I kind of echoes what you said, David, is that I think if the if the club choose not to make every effort to mm-hmm. help mm-hmm. Stan, um, you know, I don't think it will reflect well on them. I think no. it will be. I, I agree, will... and 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 I know what I just said sounded slightly critical of the. Of the people trying to organise the benefit. Equally, I don't think the club should be asking the fans to finance the game. I, mm. I honestly believe that, and I think that is wrong to do that. I, we all want this game to happen. We, I, I asked today on Twitter to the benefit guys, look, what can we talk about tonight? Mm. Um, simply, I, they believe that, that they want fan support, they want fans to show their support on social media for this game going ahead. And I would, I think we should encourage everyone to do that. Yeah, Let's absolutely. not do an us against them. The club yeah. should be bloody well doing this and the fans should be bloody well doing that and all that sort of thing. But I would back that up, definitely. If you want this game to happen like we do... Um, send a positive tweet write something positive on Facebook and let's all work together again without sounding like Finney let's all work together to make it happen because that's the end result that everybody wants and yeah, hopefully together we can yeah, yeah. ok R's end let me do my R's end it's a very very simple one I very rarely it's a shout out to another podcast and if you think we got it bad at this club try and be a Charlton fan I do not listen to other clubs' podcasts, but I think my brother, Ben, recommended me to listen to a podcast called Getting to Know the Network, 
which is, I mean, anybody that you may have heard, things are not all well at Charlton Athletic mm. at the moment. The last few years, they've had a new owner that's come in and and basically has sort of done, tried to act as manager. Charlton fans have put together this podcast, which is a fantastic piece of um, broadcasting by anyone's standards. It goes through everything that's happened at the club, how the managers were treated, emails, owners. Listen to our podcast, but after it, listen to that because you will, even a non Charlton fan finds it absolutely fascinating and you kind of think there, but for the grace of God, go I. So it was a, 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 a plug to getting to know the network and you can check them out at GTK The Network on Twitter and I highly recommend it as an alternative podcast. Cool. Steve. Very, very simple one from me. Um, I just wanted to give a shout out um, to for basically Jamie Mackey coming back into the into the squad from injury. Um, I'll probably get pelters on Twitter now because you know there are some people out there who think he's dog shit or whatever. But actually, There's plenty more that we've said in the last forty minutes that we're all getting pelters. Yeah, on that's Twitter, true. So don't worry about that. I was I've been absolutely delighted the way he's come back. He's got stuck in and he does what Jamie Mackey does, which is g up the rest of the players. The the energy that he emitted it if that's the right word at Wolves was just incredible and you could kind of you could kind of feel it sat in the stands he you know he really drives the team on with his with his enthusiasm um and long may it last I hope he stays fit and I hope he's a key a key feature of of uh, the rest of our season mm. get him yeah. and Derry in and we'll be all right <coughs> here, here. Chris okay well first of all uh I wanted to um st- Shout out to Finney. Uh, he's not here tonight. His mum's his mum's been poorly, bless her, for the last couple of weeks. So, yeah, yeah. really uh, a message to him and his mum, and I hope things improve soon. Um, and the second one was because uh, we're recording in a different place tonight, aren't we? Uh, your place of work mm. uh, in uh, Highburn Islington. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and as, as I was walking down here, I walked past Furlong Road. Um, and uh, a, a few years ago, uh, on the way to a home game, I was walking down Frithfield Gardens and I walked past an estate agent sign with Dexter's on it. Uh, and I thought, uh, in the days when we had a bookie in the ground, I went in and slapped a few quid on, on Dexter Blackstock to score the winner, and lo and behold, he did. So if Furlong is Where's in, this story if Furlong yeah. is in, if Furlong Shaggy is in the team story. tomorrow, uh, then I'm counting that as an omen and, and get on him to uh, to score tomorrow night. Yeah. Okay, well, that's as good, good a place as any to almost finish before we do predictions for the Reading game tomorrow. I think we might struggle. I think it might be a, a 1 0 to Reading. Uh, God, I hate doing these because I, I don't know whether I'm going to say 1 0. I am with Steve, and when I think we might struggle as well, I say we're going to draw. So <laughs> one all draw, yay! One all draw. Um, Furlong to get the goal. Hopefully for we're all wrong. Um, we are due to be back next Monday night. Um, apologies for putting the pod on so late this week, but um, that's down to the tube strike on Monday. Thank you very much for listening. This has been Open All Us. UPR, UPR, this one